Sports 56, WHBQ Memphis, and W253DF Memphis. Flynn Broadcasting Stations. Joining the guys every Friday is college football historian and Vegas legend, Bruce Marshall. From Vegas Insiders, CBS Sports, and his own website, BAMSports.net. With over 30 years on Memphis radio, with handicapping and sports talk, here's Bruce Marshall with Bryant and Brett. Bruce Marshall joining us now from Vegas Insider, CBS Sports, and BAMSports.net like he does every Friday afternoon. Bruce, thanks so much for joining us. I want to start off with that Thursday night football game last night down in Vegas. Uh, Raiders, um, last week, a 3 nothing loss to the Vikings, but last night a 63-21 to uh, victory over the Chargers. What did you make of that game? <laughs> well, I didn't see that coming, that's for sure. No, um, not at all. But, we were yeah, talking was, zero zero yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I I know. I mean, I thought we might get another three nothing or six nothing like last week. I mean, especially with all the injuries. I mean, Jacobs was out for the uh, Raiders. They're down. I mean, linemen are hurt. We knew the quarterback situation, especially with the Chargers. But that was an absolute disgrace by the Chargers in the first half. And by that point, mm-hmm. I think for for Dean Spanos to make the moves he made today. Uh, for he and his dad, when their ownership era with the Chargers, they have never pulled the plug on a coach uh, before the season is concluded. He had no choice. Uh, and whatever small fan base they had, you had to send a signal that that was just unacceptable. And they went ahead and pulled the plug on the GM, too. Now, this, this was going to happen at the end of the season. Remember three years ago in the COVID year, uh, they had made their mind that Anthony Lynn was a dead man walking the last month. Uh, they ended up winning the last few games, but you knew he was out. That That's the normal Spanos style. But that was so bad last night, they could not justify keeping Staley around anymore. And the question now moving forward is what the Chargers are going to do. They have been notoriously... Well, cheap is a relative term in the NFL because these guys are making a lot of money. But compared to other teams who want to pay coaches a lot, uh, who are willing to pay coaches a lot, the Chargers have never done that. Sean Payton was very interested... Uh, in coaching the Chargers after uh, last season, if uh, and he let it be known, he moved out to LA and uh, with his new wife, and uh, he wanted the chance to coach Herbert. He was pretty not too shy about letting people know that, and a lot of people thought, well, you know, maybe Spanos ought to make the move now and just move Staley out because we could see the handwriting on the wall. He didn't because he didn't want to pay. The question is, what are they going to do moving forward? I just sent Brett a text. I think they ought to. If Belichick is really leaving the Patriots. Uh, I and, and he still wants to coach, and I think he does. Uh, I'd make a move, like a three-year move for him and let him be GM, too. Um, mm-hmm. I think the, the Patriots this year, the whole thing uh, really goes back to their a very bad miscalculation on Mac Jones and the quarterbacks. And yeah. if that happens in the NFL and you got a, you don't have a good quarterback or a bad one like the Patriots have in a competitive league, um, you know, you, you're toast. And if he had Herbert this year, Herbert, you know, might be a little overrated, but uh, he's certainly a lot better than Max Jones. But if he was the Patriots quarterback this year, I'm convinced they'd probably be in the race. They're in most of these games. They just haven't had the offense to get over the hump. I'd do that if I were the Chargers, but uh, they haven't asked me, you know, <laughs> my opinion lately. But I think it's time because uh, this – and they need to make a splashy hire because they are they have fallen so far behind everybody else in L.A. They don't have fans who show yeah. up there. The other the visiting teams always get more. 
Now, let's check would at least rattle the cage a little bit. So uh, let's see. I mean, that's a long range. That's a Hail Mary prediction on my part. But let's see what happens. Bruce, we, we, and we, we, we discussed this with your colleague at CBS Sports uh, with, with, with Alan Bell as well, and I will with you. And, and I took the Jim Harbaugh side. If, if the Chargers are going to do this, if they're going to do it smart, they're going to be patient, they're going to play the long game, you got a couple more weeks of the NFL season, you got to wait to whatever Harbaugh does in the playoffs. I would take Harbaugh because I, but because not only because of his age, but his his ability to work so well with quarterbacks. I'm I'm thinking now a lot of that in New England was Charlie Weiss, it was Bill O'Brien, it was Josh McDaniels. It might not as have been as much Bill Belichick developing as his coordinators. Well, that might be right. I, in whatever the case, I mean, I think they erred with Mac Jones, and that, that's cost them here. That, that's really, and he's he's regressed. Yeah. So whatever, whatever situation went on there, Harbaugh's a possibility. I mean, if he jumps in, I, although my thinking is that um, I don't see the Raiders sticking with Antonio Pierce. Um, maybe they'll keep him on staff, but. I could see that as a more likely landing spot just because I think Mark Davis would be more likely to pay, and I think Harbaugh might rather go to Vegas. Um, there's one real super long shot, and I'm not sure how contractually this would work out, is uh, Lincoln Riley. Uh, though I don't know that his star is quite as high as it was at this point a year ago. He is an enhanced version of Cliff Kingsbury. He didn't really work too well at Arizona, but there's a guy who can work with quarterbacks, um, and we had heard he had, you know, he always thought these retained a fondness for the NFL. I don't know if that he was all that happy with some of the boosters at SC forcing his defensive coordinator out. And I don't know how that contract thing would work at USC, though that is a wild rumor I heard a while back that mm, mm. keep an eye on Riley because he might move. But there's there's some options. Herbert is a pretty good attraction, although I, uh, you know what, I'm beginning to think he's a tad, more, maybe more than a tad bit overrated. Maybe he just needs a new coach to come in there and mm. do it too, but uh, we'll see what goes. But Harbaugh's another possibility, and We'll see about the Belichick scenario. And Her- Herbert is just—he's—he's he's good. He's got that great look. He just—he's not, not won a, a big game at all. No. No, not since uh, the Rose Bowl against Wisconsin. Uh, but uh, they he consistently falls short in big games for the uh, Chargers, and uh, and blowing that playoff game at Jacksonville last year was uh, the coup de gras. I thought. I mean, that really—they just couldn't get over the hump. And uh, this season he has sort of regressed. So I think they just need a complete reset there. Um, and um, we'll see what happens the last uh, few weeks of the season. If they, uh, It's interesting, though. I when Anthony Lynn, we knew he was gone a few years ago. Actually, after Belichick beat the Chargers 45 nothing in the uh, COVID season, they didn't fire Lynn until the end. They actually end up winning some games down the stretch with Lynn. So let's see what mm-hmm. they do the next few weeks. But uh, this will be an interesting job opening up. There will be a few of those in the NFL. This is one. Yeah, Bruce, you know you know L.A. well. You know the L.A. football scene well. Do people know the Chargers are in town? <laughs> Not really. I mean, the visiting fans know. <laughs> Do they know the Rams are in town except for the big swanky stadium? Uh, not as much. Not, not as much as you think. I mean, they mm. they just don't, they they can the Chargers. It's worse because the Rams still have a little bit of an older fan base from the last time they were there. The Chargers didn't. Their fan base is in San Diego. And, and they, they have not been drawing too much from the people driving up, and there's still some madness from the San Diego people. 
last week, I mean, Denver was just the latest team that had the numerical advantage in fans last week. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, and you could see Denver's players. I mean, they were like telling the crowd to, you know, come on, let's go. And it was Denver fans making all <laughs> the noise. Everybody does. <laughs> yeah, everybody does. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's bad. So that's why I think they got to make a splashy. You, you could take the Montreal Alouettes in there. Sure I think. Oh, more, I love an Alouettes <laughs> reference. They have more yeah. fans. Yeah, you could. That's why I think they have to make a splashy coach hire. Harbaugh would be it. Take the showboats yeah, out there. Bel- right. Belichick, Belichick would be it. Uh, but they, they need it. Sure they need be. a splashy hire. Yeah. Yeah, they absolutely do. Well, uh, Bruce, I want to get to some picks, but before I want to start with college football. Before, before we do that, I'm curious your thoughts on what happened a couple of days ago in West Virginia, where a judge put in a 14-day restraining order allowing uh, all second-time, third-time transfers uh, eligibility, mainly in college basketball because that's the season that's kind of going on right now. And it seems like a lot of these teams are still a little cautious to make any moves, play any of these guys before they really have certainty that nothing's going to come back to bite them. What did you make of that decision and what we could be seeing over these next 14 days? Well, um, I wonder. The, N- the NCAA continues to be tone deaf on this. They're going to lose, I think, every time they yeah. go into court. Um, and we saw some team. I mean, you and I think Kevin Kruger played Kalen Boone the other night. Um, the yeah. transfer came in what Oak State. I don't blame and he, you. Yeah, and a couple guys were held out by other coaches, but the, the next shoe that dropped that the NC2A said, well, you're going to lose a year of eligibility if this retroactively gets... Uh, and that that was the most tone-deaf response and so typical of the NC2A. Yeah. If they did that, I swear they'd be back in court again and they'd lose again. They are going <laughs> to lose every time in court because their whole model just legally doesn't stand up. And it's just, it's a punitive thing. I, I, I cannot believe that they came out with the second thing saying, okay, if this gets reversed, it's retroactive. I mean, that's like a, that's almost like double jeopardy. You can't uh, listen. Yeah. Guys on death row, uh, when the states uh, removed the death penalty, like California, um, they got off death row and they couldn't go back on it. And uh, even when they reinstituted the death penalty, those guys like mm-hmm. Sirhan Sirhan got off. He, I mean, he didn't, he didn't have the death sentence. Yeah. You can't go back and change the law if it's changed once and then back and then act like it never happened. The NC2A makes another mistake. They, 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 they do, Bruce, and they're the Washington generals in the courtroom. I mean, they, <laughs> yes. they, they, they're they're oh forever, and, and some law, law firms got to love it because they're just bleeding them dry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right, and that's but I, and I think they sort of feel that now because they have spent too much on lawyers in the last several years, and it's just a losing proposition. That's why they're they're kind of reluctant to go into court, but they keep sticking their foot in their mouth with this, some of these uh, decisions like they did in this one. And if it comes to pass, I mean, nobody likes any decision that they make, and they're always punitive in their thought, and that just ain't going to fly in court anymore. Al Davis had a really good record in court against the NFL. He, hmm. I mean, he, 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 he brought Pete Rozelle in the league to heal, didn't he? Didn't he? he did, yeah. He knew he had, uh, he had the law on his side there, and it uh, cost the NFL a lot. And uh, it was you, when you when you when you have that advantage in court, it gives you a lot of uh, advantages. When you think you know uh, what the outcome is going to be, if you have to go to trial, and uh, unfortunately, the NF, the NC two A is on the losing side just way too often. Yeah, I mean, it'd be a good feeling if you if you knew what the Powerball numbers were going to be every time. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's right for sure. 
Yeah, it sure would be. Talking to Bruce Marshall from Vegas Insider, CBS Sports, and BAMSports.net. All right, uh, Bruce, we get the bowl season started tomorrow uh, at 10 a.m., uh, first game of the day. Out of all of these games on the slate tomorrow in college football, which game really jumps out to you? New Mexico State over Fresno and the New Mexico Bowl in Albuquerque. Mm. They'll have a big crowd coming up from Las Cruces. Their quarterback, Diego Pavia, got knocked out of the game against Liberty, the CUSA title game, which was a great game. Uh, but he has been given the go. He is going to play uh, tomorrow. And uh, we saw last year how Jerry Kill, who has done a fantastic job in Las Cruces, rallied that team. They took the field up in Detroit against Bowling Green with nobody in the stands, but they thought it was a Super Bowl there. They were they jumped on Bowling yeah. Green right from the start, held on to win. They're seventeen and four against the spread since midway last year. Compare that to Fresno. Only closed the season really slow. They only covered one of their last eight. They got blown out their last three games. Jeff Tedford, the coach, is not making the trip. Uh, he's got some health issues, which is a little concern up in the Central Valley because he had to step away a few years ago. But uh, before he was, he came back after DeBoer was there for two years. But we saw this with Fresno a few years ago. The end of the Tedford regimes usually go badly. I think this is a steal for New Mexico State tomorrow. I kind of like UCLA and the under in that game against Boise. Um, overs it like 48, 48 and a half. Boise's going to be playing a quarterback who has never played. It's either one of the true freshman tiller uh, or is uh, probably going to start uh, for uh, for Boise in that game or the redshirt freshman Colt Fulton. Taylor Green, who played really well down the stretch, is now an Arkansas Razorback. He's already in the portal and he signed Jeez, up yeah. with Sam Pittman. And so you've got, you got a team playing a quarterback who's never played before against a pretty good UCLA defense. Tough against the run. That's tough for Ashton Genty, their top runner. A couple of Bruins are being, uh, not playing in the, uh, for the draft, lot two for one. But the defense is still good. And UCLA heard a lot of flack uh, after the Cal game, and they're slow close to the season. Fortunately for Chip Kelly, the one game he won down the stretch was the SC game. But uh, they have been feeling some heat. They will win this game, and I think it's going to go under. UCLA and under in that one. One more. I might take Cal uh, tomorrow against uh, Texas Tech. like the way they close. This is their last game as a Pac-12 school. It'll be the Cal of the ACC next year, if you can believe that. But Mendoza, the freshman quarterback, is a good. Jade not the running back. He said he's going to stick around. He's not going in the portal. I am not. A, we can talk about Texas Tech more into next season, but I am not a big fan of Joey McGuire and how he has saddled up to the big boosters there and just done anything they wanted. I don't like what they did to Matt Wells a couple of years ago. They are not going to be any better than they were with Wells or with anybody else they've had there in their recent years with McGuire. Six and six this year. I think Cal gets Texas Tech tomorrow in Shreveport. Wow. And Bruce, for a lot of teams tomorrow and during this bowl period, Cue the Rolling Stones. This could be the last time. No, this is the last time. Uh, UCLA playing its last pack game Crazy. ever. How does that hit you? It's still kind of hard. It's like it has. I guess it won't hit me until next season uh, because you've been so used to it, or you know, my whole life watching, and mm-hmm. not just them. I mean, you know, Cal, Pac-12, and then Washington. See, it's one thing if they were all moving like in mass somewhere, it wouldn't mm-hmm. be much so much of a shock, but. I mean, this thing is really splintering. It's the Balkans. In all different directions. Yeah. 
It is the Balkans. It's, it's in four be. different directions. You got the Big Ten, you got mm-hmm. the Big Twelve, you got the ACC, and you got a couple left behind, and maybe with the Mountain West. I mean, that, I mean, we've never seen. I mean, even when the Southwest Conference uh, broke up, that's the only thing comparable. Uh, but you know, they most of them went to um, uh, the Big Eight then, so that's how the Big Twelve was formed, mm-hmm. and then another half went to the WAC. And then uh, Houston was left drifting and ended up in Conference USA. But uh, that's the only comparable thing. But even that wasn't going to be as much of a, a shock as this Pac-12 is coming up next year. Yeah, it's going to be much, much different. Uh, we're talking to Bruce Marshall from Vegas Insider, CBS Sports, and BAMSports.net. Well, let's jump over to the NFL. It's going to be our first Saturday tomorrow of the season with NFL games. And uh, I'm curious your thoughts on the uh, primetime matchup. Broncos sitting at 7-6, and six, Lions sitting at 9-4. and four. This one's going to be on NFL Network. Right now, Detroit, a 4.5-point favorite. That total sitting about 47.5. What do you like in this one? Denver on the money line, you can get close to two to one. They're better right now than the Lions, mm. and I think that the, the, these wow. media people better realize, you know, what happened in September and October ain't what's happening now for a lot of teams. The Lions are in trouble. Jared Goff has regressed. He looks like he did struggling last year. The defense is not as good. They should have lost twice to the Bears in the last four weeks. We're playing a lot better right now. They are not the same mm-hmm. team they were, and I'm reading stuff, you know, on online like, oh, okay, the Lions will be fine. No, they're not. You are what you are right now. Denver's <laughs> Denver's right. a better team right now, and and Denver wow. Denver might be as good as anybody in the AFC right now. The way that defense is flying around and Russ making plays with Cortland Sutton, I think Denver goes in there and wins at Ford Field tomorrow night. And by the way, wow. Denver wins that game. Look at the last three weeks; their schedule is setting up really nice for them to make the playoffs. Tomorrow would really help to get them there. And I I think Detroit's in trouble. I think they might lose out. I really do. Where is Sean Payton in coach of the year consideration? Because, I mean, this turnaround that he has made has been unbelievable for for Denver. Well, he could be in it. I mean, it's it's still incomplete. We've got another month to go, four weeks to go. But, I mean, if he steers them there after the way they started, um, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, he'd be in consideration. And... You know, that's the one thing in the NFL this year. A lot of these guys, I mean, even the Bears, everybody is writing off Matt Abuflus, and they're saying, okay, Justin Fields, they're going to get rid of him. They're going to pick Caleb. No, I don't think so. The Bears, they beat the Browns, and look at the way they had planned the last month. The Bears could make the playoffs here, and Fields is healthy. Um, the Bears are going to have the first pick they could with Carolina's pick. Trade out of that. You don't have to go and get Caleb Williams. If Fields looks like he might still be the guy they thought he was, you can set yourself up down the road. Eberflus has done a really nice job keeping that together, and so is Brian Dable with the Giants. I mean, this mm-hmm. you are what you are right now, and right now the Giants and Bears ain't that bad. I think they both have a shot this weekend as road dogs. Chicago at Cleveland wow. and the Giants against the Saints. Wow. Have, have you heard that Tommy DeVito was Italian? Huh. <laughs> yeah, they sort of made, <laughs> made sure we knew that on uh, <laughs> night. Brian and uh, I decided yesterday that if he wasn't playing in New York, the Italian-American angle, the underdog angle, the Rocky, mm-hmm. the rags of riches angle, if he were playing in Phoenix, it wouldn't be near the story that nah. he is. This is Jeremy yeah. Lynn of football, isn't it? He is. It's even more. I mean, he's back home. He's living at home, letting his mom, you know, wash his clothes That's and right. eating at home every night. I mean, this is a really, hmm. 
this is a neat storyline. He seems to be sort of overwhelmed by it all, but I mean, you know, we are so sick of these guys, these overpaid athletes in sport. I mean, this is the most refreshing story uh, in a really long is. time. Mm-hmm. It really is. And I think a lot of people are sure. And that's what that team is rallying around him, and he's starting to play. They are. Give Dable credit. He's putting in a game plan, that, and it's sort of a little bit like what they did with Daniel Jones, but he's not looking any worse than Jones did the last few weeks. No, no, he certainly is not. I'm curious, Bruce. Um, you know me, I gotta ask about the Cowboys. Um, a difficult game for Dallas this weekend. They've been so good at home, but now going onto the road, uh, against Buffalo right now, um, the Bills a two and a half point favorite at home against the Cowboys. The total sitting at 50 and a half. What do you like on Sunday for my Cowboys? Um, it's gonna be a tough test. I mean, they got Buffalo and Miami back yeah. to back here. If they win both these two games, or even one of them, I think you know, you might think hey, maybe they are ready to get over the hump. I am not sure they are yet, though. Let's see Dak win one of these games where not everything is lined up for him perfectly, or they're playing a struggling team at home and on the road he has fallen short in these sorts of things. I will say this about the Bills: you win a game the way they did last week, and all of a sudden that this league is very close, and those decisions seem yeah. to fall one way to a yeah. team. But if you turn around the mojo. The, like that, and you get a call that saved the day for them, all of a sudden it's like, hey, maybe we can start winning some of these close games like this now. I think Buffalo's kind of dangerous. I think Buffalo's going to win. That might be an over uh, late Sunday afternoon. Mm. I like it. I like it. Buffalo in the over looks like a uh, a good one on Sunday. Uh, another one. I just uh, saw the reports um, that uh, C.J. Stroud is going to be out this weekend against the Titans. He's been playing so well for the Texans, um, but on the road, the Texans will be uh, in Nashville against the Titans right now. Uh, Tennessee, a four-point favorite. That total sitting at thirty-six and a half. What do you like in that one with C.J. Stroud out? Yeah, it's they're back to Davis Mills, who played there last year. So, I mean, it's not like they got a green quarterback coming in. Uh, Mills hasn't looked too bad. But I think the bigger story here is the, the Titans, if they can, you know, finish fast. That was a different-looking Tennessee on Monday night. Uh, Derek yeah. didn't have a big game, but he ran for the TDs. But the story was Will Levis looking really comfortable in there. Mm-hmm. And you can tell the team's sort of feeding off him. I like Vrabel. Um I'm thinking I might ride Tennessee for a bit here, and it's not a and, and Stroud was the difference for for Houston. D'Amico's done a nice job. Their defense is also pretty pretty tough for Houston. But I kind of like what's mm-hmm. going on with Will Levis. He, Levis looks from a month ago to him on Monday night. Big big. He had that one game when he first started. Then he went on a uh, on a slump for a few weeks. But last night he looked like he did. Uh, last Monday he looked like he did that first game against Atlanta. He looked good. Yeah, no, I like that one for sure. Uh, Bruce, before we let you go, um, favorite NFL game of the weekend, and uh, let us know where we can find more of you. Uh, well, I, we, we mentioned one, which is Denver, which I think wins, and also you can just take it on the mm-hmm. point spread, yeah. which is good. Uh, I would go against Pittsburgh tomorrow, too. I, I think uh, okay. I think Indy gets them. I, I don't think Trubisky is the answer. I think this team is really lost right now, and Big Ben might be right, what he said this week. And one more, I would give the Bengals a shot tomorrow, too. That's a three-team parlay tomorrow. Uh, Nick Mullins, uh, no, uh, yeah, he, he's, he's, he might be a little better than Dobbs right now, but that ran aground. Uh, and Jake Browning, uh, they got that figured out with him really good. Bengals, Colts, Broncos tomorrow. There's your three-team parlay. Check us out. All the picks. College Hoops got some games tonight. Got some good games tomorrow. VegasInsider.com. 
NBA. NBA and college hoops going pretty well. NHL even won last night. And we got bowls and NFL this weekend. Uh, VegasInsider.com, all my picks are there. You can also check my stuff out at CBS Sportsline, sportsline.com. And also, podcast with Jimmy Ott, our buddy down in Baton Rouge on the Bet Rivers Network. And we call it Sports Better's Paradise. Good stuff, Bruce Marshall. So you're even winning in NHL. Bright loves that. Oh, I love some hockey. Here we go. Watch out for the Sharks tonight. Good uh, price. They turn it around. They're the Bears of the uh, NHL down in Phoenix tonight. I like that. I like that. Writing that down right now. Have a great weekend, Bruce Marshall. Good luck. Thank you. Okay. Talk to you next week. You got it. Bruce Marshall with us every single Friday year-round talking all the things Vegas-related and a lot of great picks, and he really likes Denver. And I, oh, yeah. And, and his mantra, coaching matters, mm-hmm. Sean Payton, started yeah, out rough. Unbelievable. I, mean, wonder, I wondered if his heart was really in it. Well, and, and Brett, that's the that's the wild thing about it is that's how good of a coach he is. We all assumed that Sean Payton would be able to go in there and week one be able to turn it around, and it takes yeah, time. I have mean, the it, Saints and Drew Brees yeah, in week I mean, one. It, it takes time, and so we've seen it play out, and he didn't let the criticism get to him. He didn't let the outside noise get to him, and his team didn't let it get to them, and um, they, they've really turned it around playing really well. You still have time for that perfect holiday meal, that perfect holiday get-together, let the commissary take care of everything for you. Still got plenty of time, call 901-754-5540 for the whole turkeys and hams, all the sides, bulk pricing, price point for really literally everyone from 2 to to 40, they will take care of it for you. Smoked turkey, homemade corn dre- cornbread dressing, the gravy, the cranberry sauce, rolls, butter, plates, utensils, they do it all for you. Call 901-754-5540. That's the Santa list you need to get on or go online like so many did and preferred to do at the Thanksgiving holiday round at commissarybbq.com in Carrierville. And, and also in Germantown, but commissarybbq.com, and that's how you can order online if you're craving an easier way to order. Right now, you can text commissary to 33733 for the weekend ahead for all the games we have, Grizzlies tonight, Tigers tomorrow afternoon. Whether you're going to FedEx Forum, you want to watch at home, or you want to get out at the new Collierville Commissary at Houston Levy and Poplar, or the original in Germantown, you will be you'll be plenty satisfied. Perfect for a big group. Those, those last second get togethers. I love this time of year when you see tables of people and everybody's brought a, you know, a, a gift to everyone else yep. and they're exchanging at the tables and, and, and the ladies with all the sweaters <laughs> on. Everywhere I went today, somebody had on a sweater. That's beautiful. You'll see that and enjoy it at the commissary. Have you made the drive out to Graceland yet? I did the other night. I haven't made it oh, yet. It it's going to be a trip this weekend, I think, Brett. I made the trip out uh, earlier in the week. Dig into the ribs of the shoulder, get it chopped or pulled on a plate, on a sandwich, all the sides, and those desserts. Save room for those. That's a challenge. But I know you're up to it. For the holiday bird or for anything, call 901-754-5540 or go online at commissarybbq.com. We're out here at Sissy's Log Cabin till 6 o'clock, 4542 Poplar, their new location. It's beautiful in here. Come out here, check us out, check out all of the beautiful jewelry they have set up, and we're giving away uh, tickets, a lot of tickets today, so make sure um, you stop by. Maybe on, you're on your way home from work. Stop by, say hello, and register to win some great prizes. But let's go ahead and get to a break. When we come back, we'll head out to Arkansas, talk some Razorbacks with Ty Richardson. 
Start your day with Sports 56 Mornings with Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10, right here on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Time to talk Razorbacks on Sports Time. Joining the guys is Ty Richardson from ESPN Arkansas to talk all things Hogs and SEC. On Twitter X at Ty Sports Radio, here's Ty Richardson with Bryant and Brett. Come on, all you Razorback fans, let's stand up and call those Hogs! In Arkansas, Ty Richardson joins us to talk Razorbacks and the SEC, and a lot to talk about, but I want to start with basketball with you, Ty. Thanks so much for joining us first off, but me and Brett, we've been talking a lot this week, and we've been looking at, I know uh, Joey Brackett's put out a bracketology earlier this week, um, Jerry Palms we were talking about earlier today, he updated his bracket, and in both of those Arkansas on the outside right now, sitting at six and four with a win over Duke. What have you thought about that? Because it kind of surprised me and Brett that they were on the outside right now. Well, me and Brett were texting about it actually earlier this week, and there's concern right now. They're six and four after ten games, and the last four seasons, I believe they've all been nine and one at this point. Yes, their non-conference schedule has been more difficult. But they've got a game in North Little Rock tomorrow, not too far from you guys in Simmons Bank Arena. And they've had these terrible stretches in conference play uh, under much that they've responded from. They can't have one of those. They have to have just a, a really solid conference play throughout if they're going to make the NCAA tournament. And what is that record, Ty? Is, is that 12-6? and six? Is it 13-5? and five? We know north of that that would take care of it. And, and we... And, all that with me texting you this week and all the conversation we've had, let's let's have the proviso December fifteenth. There, there's mm, a, there's yeah. a lot of season left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I'm going to be honest. I think Arkansas is going to have the luxury of recency bias with them making tournament runs, and you can say as a and should not Ar- Yeah, it, it, and that might not be fair to some, but it's reality. When Musk gets into March, he has success, and I think mm-hmm. so. They were eight and ten in conference last year. Uh, that's not going to get it done. They don't want to have a high enough net ranking. But I think anything, I think 9-9 nine and nine with the conference win in the tournament might get you there. 10-8, and eight, I think you're pretty solid. There, there's eight teams in the net top 50 right now. So there will be opportunities for quad one and quad two wins. You just got to win a game or two on the road. Maybe you're not supposed to. You know, I don't know that I realized the Razorbacks were 8-10 and 10 last year in conference, and that was en route to a Sweet 16 after back-to-back Elite Eights. Yeah. I do think you have a little thumb on the scale with the recency success. I don't think it's even biased, Ty. Uh, Ty, I think it's success that gets you there. Because I tell everybody, remember, when the NCAA tournament, when they reveal that bracket, they're revealing a TV show for the next month, and Arkansas is a name-known entity. No, I, I think you're exactly right. And, and Musk, with his different media sessions and taking off his shirt, that's that's attractable to because there's either people love mm-hmm. him or people that hate him. So I think Arkansas is going to have that with them. And they also, guys, I don't know if you saw the news. It just happened about uh, 30 minutes to an hour ago. Uh, Keon Minifield, the transfer from Washington, has yeah. just been declared eligible from the NCAA. So he'll play tomorrow, and he's going to have an impact on this Huge. team. 
Well, what what is because I mean I just saw that. I mean right before you said that I saw that and it blew my mind. But what does him being added um, to this roster and being eligible to play? Because I know Eric Musselman um, last week was talking about kind of the ball movement. He wasn't pleased with how they were moving it around, how the guards were really playing lately. So so what does this addition mean? I mean he was huge for for uh, the Huskies up in Washington last year. A, a young player too. Yeah, Brian, he's a freshman all Pac-12. He's a guy that's got some speed. Yeah. Needs to improve his shooting, needs to improve his defense. But you know how you get other players better? Competition, baby. That's the great thing about sports. If you're not playing well and someone outplays you, you're riding the pond, the other guy's in. And it'll be a shakeup. And L. Ellis, Caleb Battle, and some of the other guards, they're going to have to fight even harder. And it's really been defensively, guys. Like, I was, I was surprised. The, the freshman last year, a lot of which are playing the NBA or in the G League, they were they, they they didn't come across as McDonald's All Americans. They came across as blue collar hardcore players on defense. This year's squad hasn't adjusted yet and they don't have the link. So maybe Minifield's presence are like, Oh man, if I don't play defense, I'm I'm really not gonna play these next games. Yeah. And and, and Ty also with, with coach Eric Musman, every year he has a point. It's usually a little later than this. It's usually more of a January thing mm-hmm. where his team almost checks out on him and he reels them back in. He gets them to submit he, and he builds them back up and they go on that back-to-back Elite Eight. They go on that Sweet 16 run. There's some yeah, of me yeah. that's scared, uh, especially with kind of with the air quotes here, the modern youngster, that this might be one that doesn't respond. How, how nervous are you about that? Brad, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, I, I think that it's like one of those things where you felt that way a little bit about last year's team, and yet they still got in the tournament, and when it mattered the most, they beat the defending national champion. He is one of those coaches, mm-hmm. and it's very seldom seen today's day and age like you refer to, that can still ride a player like the old days and get the best out of them. Now, he has a lot of transfers mm-hmm. in and out. And it, it, it's not one of those things where it's typical you're playing four years under bus. But in that year or two that he has the guy, that guy gets better, and he takes coaching mm-hmm. for the most part well. And I'm just hoping that these guys kind of fall in the line per se like everyone else has. And I, I think they would benefit like in, from an NBA sense everything else. So that's just that's the hope moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. We're talking to Ty Richardson from ESPN Arkansas. He joins us every Friday to talk the Razorbacks and the SEC. Moving over to football, Ty, uh, Taylor Green, the quarterback from Boise State, committed to Arkansas last week. What does this addition mean? What have you? Uh, what were your thoughts on adding uh, the uh, the young quarterback from Boise State? You know, it's one of those things where we got a chance to talk to him this week, and I, I really I really liked him. I thought he came across strong and talked about competing. 6'6", 220 pounds. Didn't have a great season last year, mm-hmm. up and down, two-quarterback system. So Petrino's been on this guy since high school. He evidently thought high enough of him to offer scholarship and transfer here. If Bobby Petrino trusts him, then I trust him. I think that's how you have to look at no it. No doubt. Yeah. No, no doubt. And and. What Bobby Petrino did with quarterback play at Arkansas, and I, I, everybody talks about Ryan Mallett, but what he did with Tyler Wilson, and then at, at Louisville, you know what 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 he did with with, with Lamar. I mean, it if he can he can coach that position, 
at a really, really, really elite level. And, and Ty, we know now that so much is asked of, of your quarterback. You, you can't just have a, a functionary in there. You've got to have, you've got to have showman in there. Yeah. Brett, to your point, I just think it's so rare nowadays where you have a pocket passer because that extra element mm-hmm. that we're seeing, let, let's just, I mean, let's look at the national championship right now. You've got Jalen Milrow, who's the most athletic of the bunch. Michael Penix, who's more known for his arm, but he has some running ability. Uh, Quinn Ewers, I know, doesn't necessarily get advertised to run, but he's athletic. And then also, J.J. McCarthy mm-hmm. has some athletic as well. Yeah, no, you're you're right. It's kind of been what's dominating the 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 you know world of football and, nowadays, and we see it so often, especially when you run kind of those five wides on forty yard go patterns, yeah. and that quarterback's in that old traditional pocket, and it looks like it's collapsing. One head fake, and he's down the middle mm-hmm. of the field, and it looks like he's in punt return. The field so wide open. Uh, how many times did? Jackson Dart or KJ Jefferson or Milro or Jaden Daniels in those like five watch situations Daniels. break that one tackle and go for forty yards. I mean that's yep. that's a lane yeah. kick one head fake. Yeah, it's just I mean, and you have to have that element, especially especially if you're going to try and take down a Georgia, an Alabama. Uh, that you cannot, in my opinion, in today's day and age of of defenses, you can't beat these sturdy like speedy defenses without having that same type of skill set at quarterback. And, I mean, you just go down the list, Manziel, Daniels, Newton. I mean, mm-hmm. all these guys. I, I know there's like a, a Steven Garcia here and there and a Matt Flynn, but most of these guys have, I mean, they got they got agility to them. And I, I just think that's kind of the day and age we're at. Not just, let, let's be clear, guys, not just in college, but in the National Football League as well. I mean, look sure. at the best quarterback in the NFL, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, even Joe Burrow could could make people miss, and the only people that could tackle Baker Mayfield was the Fayetteville PD. <laughs> That's still a great video, isn't it, Brett? All these years later, <laughs> it really is. I had to get that one in there, Ty. Ty, thank you so much. Have a great weekend. Thanks, we Ty. sure appreciate it, and we'll visit next week. As the we hope the Christmas season's going well mm-hmm. for you. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, Ty. You got it. Have a great weekend. Ty Richardson from ESPN Arkansas with us every Friday from September through the Razorbacks in the NCAA tournament talking all things Razorbacks. When we come back from the break, we're going to visit with Wyatt Jones, Memphis store manager at Sissy's Log Cabin. He's right here at the desk with us. But before we get to break, I want to tell you about All-Star Chevrolet. And if you're ready for that new Silverado All-Star Chevy in Olive Branch, they have it right down Highway 78. First exit, Kraft Goodman Road, you're there with financing down to 1.9 or up to $10,000 cash back. Plus, you make no payments for 90 days. You get well into 2024 before that first payment comes due. Your good credit deserves it, and you get it at All Star where all those red tags represent savings. You go down there this weekend, you see a red tag on a Tahoe or Equinox, Trailblazers. Families just love the Traverse with the third row seating. So you can do more together for Christmas, holiday trips, whatever you're going to do on New Year's Eve. Do it together. Do it with the family, military, teachers, college students, healthcare workers. Get an instant extra $500 bonus back. And if you want a certified pre-owned Chevy or any pre-owned, 
All-Star is loaded. If it's not on the lot, just ask for Jeff, and he'll find it for you. And Jeff and Kevin and the whole staff, the whole crew, the entire team at All-Star, led by Drew DePriest, asked me to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and a thank you for all the business this year and through the years at All-Star Chevrolet and a happy, healthy 2024. Remember, it's not South Haven. It's not Mount Moriah, Bartlett, or Collierville. It's got to be Olive Branch. Find new roads to All-Star Chevy today. Or go to allstarautogroup.com. We're at Sissy's Log Cabin till 6 o'clock, 4542 Poplar. Make sure you get out here. We're giving away a lot of great prizes. We're giving away tickets, but also uh, a beautiful store that just opened. We're going to draw for some Tiger we tickets. We are. For tomorrow's game against Clemson, so some big-time tickets. But make sure you still come out. Maybe you're getting off work here at 5 o'clock and want to stop by. Please do so. But Wyatt Jones, he's sitting at our table. We'll talk to him a little bit more about Sissy's Log Cabin next on Sports Time. Be sure to follow us at Sports56WHBQ on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to watch live video of our shows, stay up to date with station events, and have chances to win prizes. Don't miss out on anything that's going on. Follow us at Sports56WHBQ. Now back to Sports Time on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again are Brett Norsworthy and Bryant Dacus. Welcome back into Sports Time. Bryant and Brett with you. We're at Sissy's Log Cabin, 4542 Poplar. Come out here. We'll be out here till 6 o'clock. Beautiful store um, and a lot of really, really good jewelry out here. And joining us right now um, at our table, Wyatt Jones is with us, the uh, the store manager here, also the vice president of training. He is with us now. Wyatt, thanks so much for joining us. This is really a beautiful place. Man, it is absolutely beautiful. I'd like to invite everybody out there to come see it for themselves. Uh, what we've been hearing a lot is there's nothing out there like this. There's places in Paris, there's places in New York City that do not compare to this location. So I would just ask you all to come out here and then see it for yourself because it's really extraordinary. Yeah. And no matter where we move, our our merchandise will be just extraordinary. Why, this is stunning. Mm-hmm. It really is. We stu- visit with your, your, your mom and dad earlier and with all, all, your, all your representatives here. I was expecting a lot, <laughs> and, and I got it. Yeah. Man, I'll be honest with you. Uh, the first time I got to walk in the store was uh, a couple weeks ago, and it's just yeah. amazing. The high ceilings, the yeah. new brands we have, Cartier. We have a new Rolex boutique. We have Facets of Fire. We have everything to service every client in this community. Mm-hmm. The, the, the spacing and, and truly the, the, the lighting, how everything yeah. is displayed, it is it is just extraordinary what, what you've done. I know in the, the other location, it, it, was, it was plenty nice, plenty I mean, satisfactory. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But, but th- this is the... This is the Superdome. And the one yeah. thing I would tell you is that location where we've outgrown it yeah. uh, with the uh, city of Memphis. We've uh, outgrown that location big time. Mm-hmm. And with this new location, it shows our commitment to this community. Well, yeah. you, y'all have shown the commitment with the official jeweler of the Memphis Grizzlies, mm-hmm. the Memphis Tigers, the, 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 the lounge at FedEx Forum. We're at 525 in about 30 minutes, so yeah. we're going to give away the floor seats where we got to sit a few weeks ago. But right now we're going to give away Tiger tickets for tomorrow. And, and that, that, that's what y'all, y'all want to be a part of the community. And on that kiss cam, you ought to be selling some engagement rings on, <laughs> with that kiss cam. Man, you just get me down there. I'm always going to be selling it. Any, anytime we can help someone uh, tie that knot, we'd love to be there to help them. All right, yeah. two tickets, and we're going to email them yes. and call them mm-hmm. to get them the tickets. They'll all be ele- electronic. The first pair go to... Charles Harbison, mm-hmm. Charles Harbison, you win two for tomorrow. The next pair for tomorrow goes to Robert Cook. 
Robert Cook. And if you're not listening now, you're going to be hearing from us. And, yeah. And the, the, the fabric of the community, that's what you want to be. Man, it really is. I mean, uh, obviously, I'm from Arkansas. Uh, I wanted to move back to Memphis. Yeah. Uh, I was living here for about two and a half years and moved back to Conway to run that store. And this opportunity came about. And it's one thing I want to do. I want to raise my family here, and I want to make this store the best in Memphis. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we were talking to your dad earlier, and he was just talking about it. it seemed like every answer he had was talking about the customer service here and really connecting with the person that walks into the door. I mean, how important is that to you all? Man, no matter what building we are in, the extraordinary service selection, experience and quality will always be there with us and we will always stand behind our product and one thing we always lead with the answer is yes Hmm. now what is the question (laughs) (laughs) that's right in in so so many uh finely appointed areas gonna have the oak room Mm -hmm. gonna have you you have the 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 bar area and and people are enjoying it this time of day and don't forget that 8k tv i mean i've never seen a tv that crisp before you have a bourbon you let your wife come shop and i promise you you, you'll both have a fantastic time and for you guys tomorrow if you're when you're out shopping you think well i'm gonna be missing some of the ball game let let her shop and you can be watching the games here hey there's a reason i brought my direct tv here i need to make sure every game is available Uh, for any person that wants to come watch them i I know it's hard to say favorites likes but you you have on a beautiful timepiece. do you Mm -hmm. have a favorite rolex so the favorite watch the one i'm wearing right now is an 18 karat uh yellow gold day date it's stunning my absolute favorite is the cosmograph daytona with the white dial it is just so symmetrical and just so perfect and you've got to come see them for yourself we have a lot of rolexes in stock for you to come see and uh, I would love to show you every one of them. And you got yeah. the, the, the the certified Rolex person here on staff. Your dad took me back there. Earlier. I mean, he he was in the middle of something there. A, a lot of people maybe with some older models are always scared of of maybe the stem getting a little a little stiff. I I know I know my my, my nephew's got one, and he, he sometimes he fights the stem. Y'all can take care of that for. Oh, we can service any Rolex timepiece. And the one thing I will tell you, when you do service that timepiece, we put a brand new polish on it where mm-hmm. it comes out looking just like it was when you were either gifted it or you bought it yourself. That's awesome. Why, thank you. Yeah, thanks so much. much y'all for, Man, no, thank you all for having me. And one thing I would like to highlight is during the Christmas season, we're extending our Christmas hours from 10 to 6 p.m. on Monday through Saturday and also on Sunday from 1 to 5. And one thing we'd like to do is we'd like to invite everyone to our grand opening in mid-January, and we want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And just like Bill and Sissy say, life's too short for ordinary jewelry. Absolutely. Thank, thank you, Wyatt. Thank you so much, Wyatt. We hope we can be back for the yeah. the, the grand opening in January. Man, y'all come back whenever you want to. We, <laughs> we love having y'all here. Yeah. We love being here. Thank you thank so, you much, so much. much, Again, Robert Cook and Charles Harbison, yep. you're the winners of tickets for tomorrow, and we will be getting a yeah, hold we'll of be you sending both this to you. Yep. And, and with e- and email, and the tickets are all Electronics. Yeah, right, they're electronics. So you'll be getting them either uh, through text or email. We'll get those over to you uh, at some point tonight for I, sure. I, I mentioned kind of the uh, earlier with, with Bill Jones mm-hmm. about the the Super Bowl maybe buying yeah bu- a buying engagement ring, and he he said it's really more any time of the year. Mm-hmm. Today it was going to be my big number. We didn't get to it. <laughs> fifty eight days until Super Bowl fifty eight. Wow, fifty eight days. 
That's hard to believe. It's, and it's the best time of the year sure. in the NFL. I mean, it really right is. Here. I mean, having games on Saturdays, games on Sundays, I mean, it's a, it's a lot of fun. But we need to go ahead and get to a break and, uh, and wrap up this hour. Um, but let me remind you, we're at Sissy's Log Cabin, 4542 Popper. We just gave away tickets uh, to tomorrow's game, uh, Clemson and Memphis. But we're giving away our grand prize, uh, Feet on the Wood, um, at about 520 for Grizzlies and Raptors. Make sure you come out, register, and check out this place. It really is stunning out here but let's go ahead get to a break when we come back we'll talk tiger basketball with jason munz